Good morning, Blessed and Free family. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. We start off with a word of prayer and then we see where God's taking us this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you for our daily manner, Father God, because you know the word that we need, because you know the, the situations that we're going through and the wisdom we need to take us through to the next level. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And the word is that don't wallow in it. I know that there's somewhere in the Bible where it says that uh, that when God takes the pig, is it that when the pig comes out of the out of the situation and then after it gets cleaned up and then it goes back to wallow in it. So the word is don't wallow in it. When God has taken you out of those Egypt relationships, marriages, friendships, work, whatever it may be, don't wallow, don't wallow. Don't wallow in it. Don't wallow in self-pity. Don't wallow in it. Because sometimes we're wallowing and spending time, spending time um, through going through self-pity, going through uh, emotions. Oh, they left me this and that situation. Oh, this was, uh, I was, it was so good before this and that. Going through all different things, all different things that doesn't make sense because we are supposed to be, having a party, thanking God for from removing us from those situations, for making those, for any any way he gets them out. We, he said that, I remember he told me once, don't tell me, <laughs> he said, don't, don't, um, don't tell me how to answer your prayers. Just pray them and I'll answer them because I know the best way. <laughs> he knows the best way to answer every prayer that we have. But I've noticed that sometimes People were in, they were, they were in bad marriages. They were cheated on and everything else. And when the, when God finally gets a man out of the house, they start to be thinking, oh, we used to have these good times, we used to have that, that. And they forget the hell that they were living in and the, and the abusive sometimes, situ, sometimes some abusive situations. Probably it's not physical, but, but emotional is just the same. Getting beat up this way and that way, even with the with the tongue, is just is just the same as getting beaten up with the hand. And when God sets you free, it's it's sometimes it's ungrateful. It's ungrateful for us if we if we start moaning and looking back to say, "Oh, it wasn't really that bad. Uh, he used to do this. Uh, when I was with him, I used to be able to go there and everything else." And we're not looking at the core of the matter that your life was hell. And God wants to, God wants us to know that when He set us free. From Egypt, from the Egyptians in our life, we are just supposed to thank him and to dust off and move on. Don't be like the children of Israel. What's starting? And then the Bible says, the Bible says, um, I can't remember what which what, what version of it. I think it's a standard version. I think I read it in other ones as well. It said that when the riffraff started started to 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 moan. And then and then everybody started along with, with them. Some Bible said some one Bible says it was the Egypt, it was the Israelites that started to mourn first. They said it was the people that they brought along with them that shouldn't have got, gone with them. But you know when you tell people that oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna be moving to this place or I'm gonna be doing this and then they they it's nothing to do with them but they just wanna come. They just they just want to come because they want to come, and then they're the ones that start to moan on the journey, and and then you get frustrated and you feel like you, they say, oh, you know what? It was better off when we were in such a place, and then you you started moan about that as well. And God doesn't like that. You see, when He set you free, 
no matter the situation, no matter the length of time you've been with that person. The children of Israel were, were, were in captivity for a long time. And the longer you're in it, sometimes you get used to certain things as well. And you don't realize that you, you don't even when you even when you've been verbally abused, you don't realize that it's that because you've been in and your mind so accepted it that when God's when God's had enough because God's like God's a caring father. And when he's had enough, he's going to send someone with a word to pull you out. So when he pulls you out of the situation, whether it's a job and you, you find that the manager, the supervisor, each and every time they're just at you, they're just at you, that's at you, whatever it may be. Whether it's friends that you have and you know that they, they're not really true friends. They only want to dump their rubbish on you when they're going through bad situations. They're phoning you to take, to just dump, dump their rubbish in, in your head that you're carrying it around. You're carrying around your issues and then you're carrying around their issues. And when things going well for them, you don't hear for them because they don't want you to have no joy. But they just want you to be depressed. And when those people go, just let them go. You know, sometimes it's it surprises it surprises me sometimes that sometimes when people tell you how people behave towards them, and then after they're telling you that they they're friends, and then they'll tell you that oh I'm not I'm not talking to that person anymore. And then all of a sudden you hear ah oh, they're my friends. I've known them for a long time. Friends is not measuring. Friends are not measured in the length of time that you know people. Friends are measured in in what they bring to what they bring into the relationship. Marriage is not measured by the length of time; it's measured by the love and the care that's inside that marriage. And sometimes we get we sometimes we get things mixed up. To, we think length of days or years is is important more than how you're feeling in it. Some people go through some people go through relationship. They're getting beaten up. They're getting this way or that way, abusive. And then they're saying, oh, I've been with this, this person. We've been together a long time. I've got his children and this, that, and that. What's that got to do with those children that you have for him? In a few years time, as soon as they're able to, to vote or able to leave home, they're going to leave home. You're, you're going to be left in the house with that, with, with that man beater, with that woman beater, whatever it may be. When God tells you to go, go. When God sets you free, and when God sets you free, lock your door, change the lock. Don't let them back in because they're gonna be, they're gonna be behaving the same way. Because when <laughs> the the one of the times when God showed showed me, He said that if I've taken you out of a church, if I've taken you out of a relationship, whatever I've taken you out of, don't go back. Because when you go when you go back. They, they they won't have changed because you wouldn't have changed. It's the only, the only reason you changed is because I took you out of it. If you had stayed in it, you would have remained the same. And I've proved that point over and over again because I've left prayer lines because I felt that they don't pray. They only come on when they, they want a prayer for their family or for themselves or somebody they know. And then after you, after you don't hear, you don't hear, you don't hear of them anymore. And then I've come off prayer lines and then, then I've said, oh, it's either the person that has the prayer line. He said that, oh, I think because of this reason, we, we would need you to, you, you could come back and uh, whatever, whatever, because you left before this started to happen. So we could do with your prayer coming on back or you're thinking, oh, uh, I used to be able to, I used to pray more when I was on this prayer line. Well, you used to pray, not nobody else, but you used to pray. So you go back on. And then you find that you've been there, you, you've got back on there a week and then you've had to, you've, <laughs> and then you're waiting for a time to jump off again because the people haven't changed. Nothing's changed. 
people have behaviors and attitudes that unless God changes them, they don't change. And when you change, you have to know to move away from people that are not changing. And it's not, it's not the people, put it this way, if they have good habits and, they, and that they don't change them, you don't want them to change good habits. But people have bad habits, bad behavior and bad attitudes. And then if you leave them and you go back, they're still moaning about the same thing. They're still behaving the same way. And God has set you free. Thank him, throw a party and start your life. Dust off yourself and start all over again and stop wallowing in self-pity and wallowing in, oh, I, did, did, I love them. I remember when I met them and all this rubbish. God has set you free. He's, he's taken you out of Egypt. He's brought you into the promised land. Live your life. There's somebody out there. There's somebody, there's a job out there that you're going to start doing and the people are going to appreciate you and feel that, out, that you're an asset. There's a husband or a wife out there that's going to appreciate you and wonder where you've been all their life and all you were stuck in Egypt. So now you're out of Egypt. Stop wallowing in self-pity. God, it's ungrateful. It's been ungrateful to God when he sets you free from, from bad situation and then you're looking back and say, always looking back saying, you're, you're taking out the good, the good points probably the good points altogether make probably one year you might have been in something for 25 years and the good parts is one year and all you're thinking about that one year you're not thinking about that 24 year that you wasted so now God has set you free be free indeed the Bible says who God has set free is free indeed set yourself free whether it's from women man whether it's from work whatever it may be whether it's from fake friends, whatever it may be, set yourself free and live the life that you should live. And thank God, God likes when his children are grateful. We're thanking him for setting us free. So this morning, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for setting us free from those Egyptians, Father God, that you said that those Egyptians we see, we won't see them no more. And Father God, we, we're not going to hate them. We're going to love them from a distance. If we have to speak to them, we speak to them on the phone. If we have to be, if we have to be, if begin yeah, because you don't like your children to have a bad attitude, but getting into our life again, no way. The door is shut. The locks, the, the locks change. They're not coming back in again because you have been too good to us for us to take things for granted. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all your goodness and your mercy in our life. And Father God, I'm in Jesus' name I pray. And also I'd like to give the invitation, anybody who doesn't know God and they want to know him, it's a simple prayer. Just say, Father God, we know that Jesus is your son and he came to take away our sins and we ask you to help us to start afresh from today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And find yourself a Bible-believing church. Go on online, learn the scriptures, get a Bible that you get a Bible that you understand, or, or even or even go online and let them recommend Bibles to you that you're able to understand. God will make a way. God will make a way for you to do that because He did it for me also. Have a blessed day. Jesus loves you.